Hey guys, welcome back to our podcast, No Limits, No Boundaries. I'm Kara. I'm Vanessa. And today is the day, guys. We have our husbands, AJ and Dylan, to talk a little military talk with us today. And also a little bit of Air Force, too, as well. So, uh, tell about yourselves, guys. Say, well, first, just say hi and give us a little background information. Hey, what's going on, everybody? I'm AJ Mason, a native of Youngstown, Ohio. Uh, I didn't join the military until I was 25. Uh, I always wanted to join, and then I kind of had a life situation that, that pushed me to just go ahead and jump and do it. Um, the Air Force was the only branch I spoke with. Um, I spoke with my family before I went and joined, mm-hmm. and uh, my life uh, has been places now since I joined that I never thought they'd be whenever I was in Youngstown, Ohio, trying to figure it out. So that's kind of my little introduction as to why I joined the Air Force and why where I'm at now. Awesome. Thank you so much. And now we have... Hey everybody, I'm uh, Dylan Jones. I'm in the United States Navy and uh, I am just turned 24 years old yesterday. Uh, Happy birthday! Happy birthday! (laughs) Yeah, thank you, thank you. We celebrated yesterday pretty well. Um, But uh, yeah, it's... um, I didn't really kind of really know what I wanted to do. It's kind of why I joined. Um, I knew that I didn't want to be in a lot of college debt. I definitely knew that I didn't want that. So, amen to that one. Yeah. Right? Um, so, I went and spoke first. Uh, my father always wanted me to go into the Coast Guard. So, I spoke with the mm-hmm. Coast Guard first. Uh, they were the first people that I s- spoke with. And um, <clears throat> I, it just was, I don't know what it was really. Uh, I just wasn't really feeling it. Um, I don't, I can't really explain it honestly. Uh, I don't know what made me go. Uh, the next day to an army office and uh, I went there and uh, spoke with them. Uh, my mom was heavily against that. So uh, funny story, she actually called um, <laughs> the uh, recruiter's office. She found out what recruiter's office my dad had taken me to, called the army office and- Really? And okay. Yeah, and she was like, what are you doing? Get him out of there. He's not joining the army. No way. Yeah, okay, this is something that you've never told me. But yeah, yeah, I was yeah. also wondering too. Like, I didn't know anything about that one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my question is like, what? I know this is like right out the gate, but uh, what is a Coast Guard? Like, I've never anybody have. Well, the Coast the Coast Guard. I don't know like a lot about the Coast Guard. My aunt, okay. who will probably be listening to this podcast, yep. uh, she was in the Coast Guard. I don't know for how many years, but she was in the Coast Guard for many years, Okay. Uh, uh, to my knowledge. And um, yeah, she, it was a lot different then, so the stories that she okay. t- talks about are like a lot different, and uh, obviously it was a different time, for, different time of, uh, of life, so there's different stuff going on. Um, but now, I don't know fully like a whole lot about them. I just know that they mainly are on like small boats. Like I was gonna say, it's kind of like, the a, Navy. yeah, something about like a watch. Yeah, like, they're thinking. on a lot smaller boats than the Navy. Um, okay. And they just, they, they do like deployments, but to my knowledge, they're just like quick deployments, like maybe like a, a month or two to like okay. out to sea. Yeah, uh-huh. like, so yeah, rough. yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, rough. So Pretty rough much. there, yeah. Let me go to the Caribbean and yeah. float and they enjoy the weather. They basically just go on vacations, you know. Literally, so let me go Hopefully there there's no one in the Coast Guard listening to this one. But then you get stationed <laughs> in Michigan and no one wants to be in Michigan, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, now, that's pretty cool, every though. branch, every, to be clear, every branch definitely has its, its, its perks and its downsides, so don't, um, 
That's you know, really don't cool. think that it's, uh, you know, we're not trying to say that the Coast Guard is easy, easy life. Well, but then obviously we got to shout out to the Coast Guards for what they do because, you yeah. know, it's Definitely. something that I did not know and, you know, it's... They do a lot of humanitarian stuff as well. They do. They do. So, they do. Okay. Uh, that's a big, big thing I think is very important, so... Okay, cool. They do a lot with drug enforcement too, which in the heat of the moment is yeah. a little bit more severe yeah. than... A lot of rescue stuff as well. Oh, okay. Uh, okay rescue stuff cool. and then I believe also... So pretty much humanitarian rescue stuff, and then on the borders they do like um, oh. seizures of like drug boats and stuff like that. Oh, okay. So so it's literally like uh, what's that show called? You know, like border security, but they just have it like in the water. Yeah, in, in the, the water. water. Okay. The, so, okay. Yeah. yeah. So that's what it is. Okay. Cool. That's actually yeah. That's really interesting because yeah. like you know no one really actually like I don't know. What's that word? Like, <laughs> Keep going, girl. It's okay. My bad. Just no, drink your wine. Like, no, no, it's like where no one actually really appreciates what they do too as well yeah. because it's always yeah. just like the border. Yeah. You know, security like from Canada to the U.S. Right. So it's like there's also them too as well. Yeah. Sorry about that mess up there, but I was, yeah, I was trying right. to get that word where it was like they also do a lot too as well. Because, yeah, definitely. Um, they're you know, not as tough. Oh, I don't know if that's even correct to even say. They're not as well. They're they're not really. I mean, all branches are very important. They're all talked about. But oh, I, yeah. normally when someone, it's always like army. Yeah. You know. Yeah, Navy, it's, it's definitely Air Force. more addressed. Yeah. Like more addressed yeah. to instead Address. of saying Coast Guard then. But yeah, like I, I've noticed that too. So now that I know what actually that is, is they literally um, like those they're those guard. tanker ships. They also. You know, check those two as well, which is nuts because, like, I've even noticed too, like, uh, in Canada, they have those huge, like, shipment boats too that are like mm -hmm. six months, the right? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, they live and also they also go to those two as well and check those out too. Mm -hmm. So, that's also a huge task as well, which is really cool. So, so now, AJ, I know that you've even in conversations that we've had, you've also said that, you know, if you weren't in the Air Force, what other branch would you join if you didn't choose Air Force? So if life worked out a little bit differently from 18 to 25 and I, I was like, hey, I'm going to do the military thing, I, uh, I probably would have decided I'm going to go to college and then become a Marine officer. Um, okay. At that point, after high school, my father served, he volunteered to serve during the Vietnam War. He was wow. in Operation Starlight. Um, so I always had a really large appreciation for what the Marines do okay. and even joining the military um, no as kidding. an A1C at 25, my first deployment to Yakota Air Force Base during uh, Operation Tomodachi after the tsunami. Wow. Um, every Marine officer oh, I came in contact I with that one. had such a strong uh, leadership and you know they're proud in what they do and it's contagious, it really is. And if you've ever seen the show on HBO called Generation Kill, um, there's a type of humor that comes along with that kind of work that I truly appreciate. And I think that culture would uh, definitely be something that I fit into. But um, that's really the military, what appeals to different people, um, makes them stay in or like a branch more than another, is the culture that uh, that branch has over others. Okay. okay. And like, I want to kind of know about the culture. So what is different? Uh, between like what's your culture like and then we'll have Dylan say like what how the Navy's like mm -hmm. yeah, the Air Force I mean it's still a branch of the military but it's more corporate in the way we handle okay. things and the way we go about our mission um, we still do formations and uniform inspections and all that you know the typical mm -hmm. military stuff but the way you know tasks and leaderships pass down um, it's more corporate and business um, relatable I would assume Okay. Yeah, I would definitely say for like uh, the aspect of, I'd say there's two different 
cultures really in the Navy. Like there's definitely, you know, there's the work culture where mm -hmm. you you got the uniform inspections, you got the military bearing, you got all of that that you gotta maintain for sure. Uh, and then aside from that, there's de definitely a subculture of, uh, of some party animals and some people that like to drink. Um, and that's, if there's one thing I think that the Navy is is known for when it comes to non-work and mission-related things, it would be it would definitely be the uh, the parties and the drinking and you know going out to bars and I mean there was this one story uh, a couple months ago where uh, there was a ship that I don't know actually I don't know if this was completely correct or not I don't know if it was a ship I don't know what it was but I know that the Navy I think it was a ship the Navy pulled into some. Uh, port in Ireland and just completely like, oh, wow. or somewhere, it, it, I don't even know if it was fully I Ireland, I, I might be fucking the story up to be honest, but um, it was somewhere in Europe and they, they pulled in and they just bought them out of their like alcohol, like the entire town supply of alcohol. <laughs> no they way, just, because Ireland is like... Yes, I don't know. I don't think it was. Drinking. I don't think it was Ireland. To be fair, I don't think I was it was gonna say, Ireland. Because did they get a lot of Guinness? Because but it that's... was some European port, and they pulled in. To my knowledge, they pulled in, or the Navy was there for some reason, and uh, they just completely like bought out their all the they had all the bars. That's what it was. They're probably like all the bars were gone. <laughs> all the like they they were what? all sold out. Yeah. Guinness in Ireland tastes different than Guinness anywhere else yeah this is true um, that's why you gotta go actually to ireland but yeah. uh shout out to ireland ireland and guinness on that one that's but uh a trip that's yeah definitely that's definitely a, a planned, trip for a sure trip that we've but, been uh, going on as well so i guess i mean we could start from the kind of semi the beginning um so i would love to hear stories on how basic was for you guys like especially for you aj and then yeah. for dylan like let's see if they're somewhat similar or they're completely different. So what was basic like for you, AJ? Uh, I had a lot going on in my life during that time when I was joining the military. I remember before I left to go up to Cleveland, Ohio, um, you go back to MEPS before you leave for basic. Um, I asked my recruiter, hey, can I have a cigarette? Cause I'm not gonna have one for about the next nine to 10 weeks. And uh, wow. I remember sitting there, um, smoked a cigarette, Went off to Cleveland and then uh, we traveled to Basic. Uh, it was a group of about five of us. And uh, we get to the San Antonio airport because our Basic's in San Antonio, Texas. And we're kind of just walking through the airport and there's these signs like Air Force Basic training this way. And you're just walking through the airport, relaxing, and then boom, out of nowhere, TI in your face, <laughs> telling you to tuck your pants in. And you're on buttoning your pants in the middle of a damn airport to tuck your shirt oh, in. I'm wow. a grown ass man, scared of this grown ass man yelling at me and I don't know what's going on. So um, Basic has changed a little bit, obviously, since the time that I went through, but it's I'm going to say it's the easiest paycheck that you get in the military because all you have to do is learn how to follow because that's teaching you how to lead and um, be responsible and just do what you're told. It's amazing how people struggle with just doing basic tasks as far as listening to instructions that gets everybody else in trouble. So um, basic's great. I was in flight 506. Ironic enough, that was the same flight in Band of Brothers. So, okay. So, uh, <laughs> 
Yeah, Basic was a good time and made a lot of good friends from there that I still talk to from this day. Um, I think a lot of people kind of get, get hung up because they see Full Metal Jacket and then they're yeah. turned away from going to Basic Yeah, training. I was going to say, I've seen that movie too. That's uh, pretty harsh, but it's pretty funny. It's completely a different time frame. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I was going to say, I so. think that movie was like, what, 19... 70s. It was 70s. I was gonna say 70s around there. Yeah, I just remember. It might have been the late crazy. 60s, but it was it was definitely somewhere around the Vietnam yeah. Vietnam time frame. Yeah. I mean, everybody's different, but I would say basic training is one of the things that's making you decide, hey, I, I don't want to do the military because I'm afraid to go to basic. Don't look at it that way because it's one, nothing in life is forever. And two, you always come out stronger because of the challenges that are thrown at you. Now, you went in Chicago, Illinois, I believe, and you yeah, had great actual lakes. winter there. Yeah, Great Lakes. Wow. Yeah. Um, I went crazy. to BASIC in the wintertime uh, in Great Lakes, uh, Illinois, and it was, it was very, very, very cold. Um, most people in the military, when they think of Black Flag, uh, they think of the temperature for uh, it being too hot to PT and too hot to be outside and stuff like that. Well, we had black flag during boot camp because it was too cold to go outside. Um, Dang. Jeez. Yeah, so <laughs> it was like negative. I think the coldest day we had there was like negative 40 um, uh, degrees Fahrenheit uh, for those who might be in Celsius. I don't know, but... That would be me, uh, yeah. me. So I don't know. Canadian shout out there. Can't, can't help you there, so <laughs> I was going to say, ha, um, flashbacks to Alaska being yeah. cold. Yeah. Uh, but not oh. like being in basic and having that's definitely uh, another level of yeah. mental toughness. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ba basic for me was very. Uh, I don't know. It was. It was. It wasn't. I'll say it wasn't that hard, honestly, to go from. Because uh, really, like you were saying, you know, you just kind of have to conform to listening to people. And, you know, I was our, I, you know, I wasn't really like a problem child. So, you know, I didn't really ever um, talk back or like, you know, it, I was I was a fairly disciplined kid for the most part uh, to begin with. So I just kind of went from that already to just like, all right, well, now I have to listen to these people. So just kind of listen to them like I would just normally listen to anybody else or my family or you know my mom or dad so um, it wasn't that much uh, you know different than that so it wasn't that hard for me to conform I, I, I mean there was other hard things about it obviously yeah that was like one of my another qu next question yeah. I was gonna like, say like what you, is the overall hard, like what was the hardest thing because I was gonna say yeah. like would you really compare that to your parents like disciplining you to somebody else well, like, no. like, I mean, in the Navy obviously like, the Navy was so, yeah, you know the RDCs is what we call the instructors in the Navy at boot camp. Uh, they, you know, they are they're not gonna be like your mom and dad. You know, they're gonna treat you terribly. Uh, at least when I went through, yeah. I've seen videos now where it's 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 a little bit different. Um, it's getting better, which is uh, arguably for the better or for the worse. You know, we're not gonna go there, but um, it's. It, it, it's different. It's just a different time now, mm -hmm. um, even than when I went six years ago. Uh, even then, you know, it's a different time frame. So, um, but it wasn't the hardest thing. I mean, honestly, I would probably say would be for me. It was the. It was the like. But in general, though, like right now, like even through basic, even oh, through the, oh, okay. No, so, not, so not the hardest thing about basic, but just the like the thing. hardest okay. thing of the in Navy. general that you say for you would be the hardest thing for you about serving in the military. The inconsistency, 
of, uh, I guess, of not not of a routine, but of a, of a like where you're gonna be. You know, what I mean, you don't you you never really know where you're gonna be, uh, especially if you're looking to be somewhere for. You know, most people, they want to settle down somewhere, you know, they want to move to a state and be like, okay, this is my state, I like this state, I'm going to buy a house in this state, I'm going to buy a car in this state, I'm going to get a nice job, and then I'm going to hopefully retire from that job in 20 years, 30 years, whatever, and then that's going to be my life, and I'm going to be here. But in the, in the, and this just is the military in general, so this isn't really Navy specific, but um, in the military in general, you are going to be moving a lot. Uh, you're going to be going on deployments, you're going to be... At some times you're gonna be staying in the same area, maybe for a couple of years, but then after that you're gonna be moving around a lot, you know, and then you'll go back to your shore duty and have, you know, the sea sea duty shorter your rotation. But uh, you know, the hardest thing I would say would just be like not being able to I mean, it sounds weird, but not really being able to plan out like a life. And that's not really I mean, that's just some people don't wanna do that anyway. You know, like some people, not everybody wants to plan out their life step by step, but, um, you know, that would probably be, I'd say the hardest thing for, for most people would be uh, mm -hmm. uh, the inconsistency of knowing where they're going to be. Mm -hmm. AJ, what about you? Yeah, life definitely uh, kind of changes. Every time you have a goal, there's always a roadblock that pops yeah. up somewhere that definitely changes it. So. Um, the consistency of locations, one thing, because I was a kid that grew up in the same town, had the yeah. same friends all through yeah. school, so whenever Kara and I do start a family together, I don't know the how I'm going to be able to help someone that I have never been in that position with. Now, obviously, um, it, it happens. There's tons of successful, happy military kids out there that oh, have this unique ability to have this worldly perspective that... 99% of Americans won't have as they grow up through the world. Um, but as far as you know, retention and staying in and why you continue to do it, I think it's a lifestyle thing and that's what it comes down to because it's 100%. all a get in line, hold the line type of thing no matter what service you are in. And if you're not committed to the lifestyle, then you'll know when your time is and it's time to get out, retire, whatever. And that seems to be a reoccurring thing through senior um, individuals that I speak to is they always say, when it's your time to get out and do your next mission, you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, here's another simple question. Um, we were talking about the hardest part or what's the hardest thing for you guys to deal with every day and stuff like that. But... If you could pick maybe one major thing about serving, what is the most favorite thing? What do you really truly enjoy? What do you really like about serving? My people, 100%. That's um, the job's one thing. You have your job um, demands, you have what the military wants of you, you have what your nation wants of you, but at the end of the day, when you go into work, your people make or break you, no matter where you're at. Mm -hmm. um, I was at Airlift Tankers Association Conference a long time ago um, in Orlando, Florida. And Chief Master Sergeant of the Air Force said, some days I'm gonna need you just to take a deep breath, put your feet on the floor and go, and get out of bed and just go do it. Mm. But uh, whenever you start doing it for your people, when you come in every day um, and you work for one another, no matter what the job is or what the demands are, it's always worth it. Definitely. Yeah, mine's pretty much the same, the same thing. Um, I would definitely say that it, it's, uh, 
a thing for you know I've met people you know like friends that I can that I will consider friends for the rest of my life you know um, that I met uh, at my at my previous command that I hope to maybe continue to meet um, and uh, yeah it's it's definitely the people that you meet um, you really form uh, like a brotherhood you know to, to in a sense because you're going through, I mean, whether people want to admit it or not, you know, you meet the toughest person in the Navy and they'll tell you, oh, you know, Navy is easy, you know, it's not hard, you know, I just tough it up. Well, you know, whether you like to admit it or not, there's hardships in the Navy, you know, and there's... In all branches. In, in all branches, right? In right, life in general, but yeah. in the military, they can be magnified. Yeah, so. so with that, you know, when you're going through these hardships, uh, you're going through them with other people. Absolutely. And that creates a bond with those people that... I think is unbreakable, you know, to to any extent. You know, you're never you're never gonna. I don't feel at this point in my life where I would ever be in a circumstance where I could form a bond the same way that I could when I than the bonds that I've formed in the Navy and on deployments and stuff like that. So Absolutely. yeah, definitely the people. Yeah, even just. Um... Uh, being to Afghanistan and some of the situations that uh, myself and the folks that I work with were placed in, um, the worst of times always creates the strongest of friendships and the strongest of bonds. Um, you learn a lot about yourself, but you also learn a lot about the people that you're with. And in those aspects, someone's always going to step up and you're going to learn a lot about one another. But at the end of the day, it really brings home what you're saying is the brotherhood aspect is the camaraderie. That's, I think, why people still gravitate towards an all-volunteer force yeah. and join the military. Yeah. That's definitely, that's definitely. And I guess, we, I mean, we've mentioned deployments quite a few times already, but I guess we want to maybe look at that a little bit more. Um, AJ, for you, I know... I definitely know, <laughs> folks. I felt like my husband for a long while was gone for me for ages. But um, you want to talk about a little bit on your deployment yeah. thing going on? Because I know you had a lot of it. So. Deployments are pretty gnarly. Like, uh, sometimes you get some really good ones and sometimes mm -hmm. you get some deployments, you know? Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I've been to Asia. I've been to the Middle East. Um, I'd have to say that the biggest thing is that it's a matter of what your perception is. Location's always going to be an aspect of a deployment that people are either excited about or maybe not so excited about. Um, the big thing that, especially if you're married or you have kids and you're doing this military thing in life, um, is communicating with the people back home. Oh, 100%. We don't, yes. We don't have to write letters anymore. You can if that's your thing, by all yeah. means. A handwritten letter kind of has its own sentiment behind it, but um, even being able to FaceTime your kid, you might not be there to see him go off to school for the first time, but you can definitely FaceTime You can be a part. And at least say you you're there to see it, it you know? Yeah. So, uh, of course, I think the separation is always the hardest it part is of the hard. It is hard because it's like, as a couple, I mean, as a married couple, or even if you're just dating someone at that time and they're deployed, it's really hard because if you don't have the communication or if you, because I know it's hard with the time difference depending on where your other half is located and it could Especially. be the total opposite. It'd be you're waking up. And they're going to bed, yeah. or they're waking up, yeah. and you're going to bed. I mean, you gotta have to, you have to make an effort together. Just even if it's ten to fifteen minutes, 
to have a conversation or even if it's so bad to the point where it's like everyone's exhausted at least have that one minute conversation hey I miss you I love you I'm okay I will you know I we will talk to you actually yeah especially the whole um, Afghanistan one that, that was really yeah. rough yeah losing comms is horrible but Sometimes that one minute to just say good morning, how are you? Can I'm change okay. the day and it can ease your mind. I know for me, that one little thing right there could ease my mind and the yeah. rest of the day I'll be fine. It never goes away depending on where they're at or what they're doing and the, the worry and the, and constantly like, I hope they're okay, you know, what do you, wonder what he's doing, I hope you know he's having a good day, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It never goes away. Yeah. But if he's able to give me that one minute I love you, I'm good, mm -hmm. I'll talk to you a little bit later, I'm just either really tired or I'm really, really busy. Yeah. yeah. Then I feel 100% better, so. One thing that drives me nuts that I guarantee that you can relate to 100% is the fact that you never get to have a personal one-on-one -on -one conversation oh, because no. there's always somebody somewhere and you guys sleep yeah. in like these really tiny yeah, racks. racks. Yeah. <laughs> but I give yeah. you all the credit in the world, like that's for somebody, but it ain't for me, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So what yeah. about you, Dylan? Uh, yeah, we definitely, uh, me and my wife here, Vanessa, uh, we have definitely had our fair shares of, uh, you know... Oh, why are you laughing? <laughs> she's like a meditator over here. She's like tapping her forehead she's, like she's yeah. trying no, to, no, no, she's, no, no. She's, she's trying to no, laugh so she, doesn't, so she doesn't tear up. Oh. No, 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 no. It's not kidding. that. I'm just, just saying kidding. it wasn't like deployment like you guys, but we have been uh, away from each other for eight months, so it was kind of like deployment because yeah, in, I in was in sense. Canada and he was here in Italy, so... I mean, you're separated, so separated is still separated. Yeah, so, and obviously like the time difference too as well, which really sucked because you know it was what eight eight nine hours difference yeah. so yeah. so I literally we tried to, first of all it was very very hard to try to like figure out the time zones and like to get up like oh, yeah. properly to just like you know just to have like a few hours with him like to talk with him and even like FaceTime yeah. too as well that was probably like our most struggle that we've had um, it, it was the hardest but yeah but it definitely is like I don't want to I definitely don't want to say that it was like the worst because there's a lot of people out there going through a lot of couples out there that are going through a lot worse scenarios where they can't even they can't even talk to their significant other. Yeah, there's a lot you of know, there's so, a lot of things in the military where they are either out somewhere, filled, whatever. There is no yeah. FaceTime. Yeah. There is yeah. no talking. Yeah. yeah, all that good stuff. Like yeah. zero communication. Yeah, and so they don't have that option. So yeah. we've been really blessed. We definitely. That's yeah. what I want to point out is that me and Vanessa have been very blessed in the sense that uh, compared to some people uh, mm -hmm. in the military, we are pretty blessed in that where mm -hmm. we've always we've always been able to at least have that. Phone call, that have FaceTime, something. that FaceTime, yeah, right? Something. So at, at no point were we ever like, you know, periods of time where there's zero contact. So yeah. luckily, and I, that would probably be the hardest thing for me yeah. if like AJ yeah. was out and there was like I knew that it's not because he's choosing to. He, I just knew that there's absolutely no yeah. way, and just not to even for a minute. Mm -hmm. That would be. A, I don't know how I could do that. A lot I've, of that comes down to your job too. Yeah. yeah, like I said, there's yeah. many different jobs in the military. There's different situations and all that yeah. stuff that that's normal to these guys. Yeah. But we on for my us. for us and for what they do and yeah. the, how de deployments have gone, yeah. I've been very thankful that uh, we have had that had that opportunity. Yeah. To have that opportunity. So I think yeah, the most yeah. struggle was definitely just the time difference for sure. 
because oh it's hard it was like you know yeah it, it was no joke it was night and day for us and mm -hmm. that's why it was hard for us to try to you know like sure. mostly on weekends because like when I lived back at home and I was do like I was in the film industry so I would be doing crazy hours and then with him too like it would be either he'd be sleeping or waking mm -hmm. up and I'd still be at work and like mm -hmm. he'd just be like what like you're still at work doing crazy hours so like I would be going to bed and it's and like, like a mind it messes it was, with your yeah. mind because you're automatically thinking oh it's nighttime so we're it's yeah. nighttime there no it's like the total opposite yeah. half the time and then pretty much like when I was really busy through Monday through Friday we would maybe have like a day or two like just to talk actually yeah. and then that was like mostly you know and then like obviously texting as well like when I'm at work during the day and then he'd be getting up and I'd still be at work speaking of so work yeah it was like yeah it was very tough and other than that and then yeah there, there was definitely no days that we'd go without a day without of, of without like communication without yeah. communication some form, but, like, some form yeah. but yeah but yeah, it, it was it was nuts though. I thought I would never be able to face it, never be able to like deal with it, and then here we are now, finally like together after eight months. Yeah, it's it was definitely a journey for sure, and there's definitely still more to come to. So it's like, yeah. yeah. One of the things I've realized, even on that conversation alone, is in the military, your time constraints and job limits mm -hmm. the amount of conversations you can have with people so those friendships yeah. and relationships that you do have mm -hmm. that do make it through that are even stronger than everything else so I mean it's it's it takes it takes a certain group of people that are willing to one put up with it especially mm -hmm. the other half if the other half is not active military and they're they're just a spout you know and not having to do everything go in every day and do yeah. it literally themselves but I mean I'm sure there's people out there hopefully that will agree with me that you know, our men or women, they sacrifice a lot. There's a lot that goes into being in the military on an everyday basis, but mm -hmm. I think they'll agree that even the people that are married to that person, there's a lot that we give up a little to and we sacrifice yeah. to. And if you're, you're a special type of person, if you're able to say, you know what, I understand. Although I may not like it, and although I may have, be having a hard time, but... I'm here and I'm doing it because yeah. that is my job to do it, you know, yeah. so. No, exactly. But, uh, yeah, so. What do you, AJ, so, of all of your deployments, what was your favorite? There's gotta be some favorites. Oh, mine's. Yeah. <laughs> um, out of my four, uh, it's. That felt like it was like one <laughs> after the other. Out of my like, four in, <sighs> what, five years, I think? Um, uh, four, that's what four I, in five years? It I was so, constant. Like Wow. I like it was seriously that's I felt like he would go yeah. to a deployment. I'm like, yes, we got through it, he'd get home. And then yeah. I felt like two, three months after that, hey Kara, I have something to tell you. <laughs> and I'm like, what do you mean in a couple months you're gonna be going to so and so? Yeah, that's you crazy. just got back. Yes, honey. I so then we had to prepare for another one. And it was like, I am tired. The See, good thing is power of attorneys last for like three years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just in case, everybody. Let's you. hope so on that one. Yeah. But like, see, I've never been through a deployment, so I'm like gearing myself up, but I can only imagine of what you've been through. It's mm. like... It's not fun. When will it be over? But then again, mm -hmm. it's... Yeah, it's, it's crazy. So that's something, I guess, for me to not look forward to, but to look forward to at the end of the day, but... I mean, it makes yeah. you a, it makes you a stronger person. I don't know if that sounds cliche or like silly or like no, I totally agree. Whatever. With you I don't know if people would be like rolling their eyes. I can, but it's honestly it's the truth because 
you're so used to having someone beside you know beside you, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden they leave. Yeah. And it's for however long, and then all of a sudden you are just because they go and they, they deploy does not mean that the world stops. Yeah. Things need to be still taken care of. Yeah. You need to handle everything else all on your own. Yeah, that's the one. And thing. then it's like the one like I always like to bring up. It was that was probably the worst for me. One of the last ones that he was on, I ended up getting sick and then having to have you know surgery, which everything was all good, but it was just the whole fact of like. Now I'm doing this by myself. Yeah. And it was really, really hard to have the hospital like over and over and over again. Well, where's your husband? I already told you he's deployed. Oh. And then like the next person would come in. Well, okay, we're going to take care of you. You're going to be A-okay. Well, that's great. Where's your husband? And I'm like, can someone take some yeah. notes? Yeah. And like, I'm miserable. I don't feel good. And I'm like, I don't need to be reminded. Yeah. Plus that too. Like yeah. you already got so much stress under your belt, especially with yeah. your husband not being there. So it's like, yeah, but again. That's annoying. You get through it, and then you end up laughing about it, and then shaking your head. And and telling these stories how we are now. And then you're like, just wait for the next one, I guess. That's one thing, though. There's a a family member out there right now. Someone's deployed, and they've got nobody to help them. And in the military, we do talk a lot about camaraderie, but there are those circumstances to where there's not someone looking out for somebody, too. So if you're listening to this, and you know someone in that position, just ask a question. Check up on them. See how they're doing. Please reach out. Please reach out. out. All it does, it just two minutes out of your time. You don't even have to head over a phone call just Mm -hmm. to say, "Hey, how you doing? Do you need anything? If not, I don't want to bother you." Because some people don't really like that, but a two-minute phone call could change someone's perspective or their day and like help them out so much. So, but yeah, what about you, Dylan? Like. As far as like deployments though, like or when you had to go on a ship or whatever, like Obviously, what was your yeah. most favorite memory or place or whatever? Ireland sounds lit. Well, <laughs> yeah, well we have. Well, yeah, I, mean, right? we never went, I, I never went there. I'm saying, I'm saying that's a that's a future trip. Ireland is a future trip, but um, yeah, no, haven't been there yet. But uh, I, I would say, uh, it, would that be deployment specific? Or? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're, yeah, I would yeah. say deployment. Okay. We're basically um, out of all the ones? I definitely have a lot of uh, deployment um, memories, for sure. Um, again, it, I think it ties back into um, being with those people, uh, people you know, your best yeah. friends um, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Brian Lamline Aww. and uh, Julio. <laughs> Uh, so, you guys know who you are, so, uh, <laughs> she's cracking up right now. So, um, you can probably, like, that's the squad, that's the squad, that's the squad, yeah, so, that's the squad uh, back in Washington. Yo, in the Navy, do you, like, deploy with the people you're stationed with? Yeah, if they're on your ship, you're gonna deploy with them, you know? Oh. kind of cool. Yeah. So then you okay. know, like, you constantly You're deploying have, with the whole yeah, ship. Like, the whole ship you're fabulous. deploying with. See, that's different, because when you deploy, different. it's like, you don't know you who's don't. gonna be there. Yeah. I mean, oh, really? it's like, yeah. specifically the Air Force? They say, oh, it's your turn to go, and then you have like a room full of people you don't even know. So yeah, that's that's why wow. I was okay, that's nice. why I brought up the brotherhood thing because that when it comes to that, it plays a huge factor um, because you're deploying with those people that you work with every day. Now that can be a good and bad thing because you're deploying with those people that you work with every day already anyway, but at the same time, you know, if you don't like some of those people then that can make life even worse than being in, you know, 
So yeah, it, going on deployment can be a good or a bad thing. It all depends on the people that you are spending it with, and yeah, if they true. if they are Rico. <laughs> again, I, like I told you on the last podcast, y'all, it's he's gonna be around. You're gonna hear him jingling, jumping, throwing fits. Rico's agreeing with you, Dylan. That's all he's yeah. doing. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's definitely it's drinking water too, yeah. buddy. This is your show now. Go ahead, <laughs> everyone's listening. Do it loud and proud. Go ahead, baby. Get your water. Grab some food. Are you good? All right. No. Yeah, I can understand about the whole like you know friendship because you work and live with these people every day, so it's like obviously you have a special a special bond with them too as well, which is yeah. great. And then obviously when you go out to you know not saying like different deployments, but um. What's the job that you're on now that's not employment? Short duty. Yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah, sorry. Short duty. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, sorry. I'm new to everything. It's it's a lot, but it's great to learn a lot. But you're learning, um, though. Yeah. You're into this yeah, whole thing. It doesn't happen overnight. Yeah, no, no, exactly right. Um, so it's it's definitely number one, like, where obviously your friends don't go with you over anywhere. So right. it's like, it's, yeah, I just find that... You know, you've been with them for so long, like out in Washington, your first area where you were, and then, like, yeah. obviously it's a struggle, right, to like not have them and. Yeah, I would definitely tie that in with the other hardest thing. Um, a tie with um, what I previously said would definitely be, <clears throat> you know, making those bonds, and then the Navy just is like. Or, I mean, just the military in general, you know, you make those bonds and then they just kind of split you up yep. from those yeah. bonds and you're like, you know, I feel like that'd but be those, the those are my friends. <laughs> you're like, yeah. why, why am I being You're like, if, if I don't get picked, well, if, or if I get picked, but, I'd be like, then I'm a package. They need to come with me. Yeah, there's no package deals. There's no package deals. Yeah, there's no package deals. That's, yeah, so I, I would you, feel. When you, you know, that's just something that you know is going to happen, though, when you, uh, if you re-enlist, you're gonna be leaving those friends. Obviously, um, you say, aka the squad. Shout out to them. Yeah, it's definitely one thing is when you've been with them for so long and then it's like, okay, bye. It's like, yeah. how do you deal with that? Obviously, you guys well, must keep, con- like, obviously keep in contact with- Well, yeah, well, I mean, yeah you know that we do. Yeah, yeah so we definitely do. You know, I, I talk to Brian every single day, yeah. uh, you know, texting and, and, and or FaceTime well. and Chivo as well. Yeah. Um, Even though the connection's like dirt here with, yeah. with FaceTime. I don't know what you guys back yeah. home, you Internet's know, like great. trying to FaceTime your friends and stuff. It's like, internet's I don't know, the, the internet's not that great Oh, here. even when he was deployed, guys, um, at work or where he would be, like the station, he had better internet there. So even if it was just oh. a few minutes, granted, he couldn't be on it all the time because it is work. But he would, oh, of course. because like I know through the dorms, it was horrible. Oh like, yes, one the minute dorms. it'd be okay, and then it would just be I think completely. They, you couldn't even get a sentence out. It was oh, that bad. you know exactly. Yeah, like being being away from each other, we would have to. What like call each other again like five times and after we were like hey we're and, done yeah and after like the sixth time you're like you know what I love you I will talk yeah, to you later but like, it, I, I thought it was so weird because like because we obviously do like well, like WhatsApp uh, Messenger and I, I just thought it was it. really weird that like the like the video was really crappy but then you could just easily text which I don't really get so we always were just like okay well then screw that we'll just text. But yeah, it was just really crappy, like the WhatsApp, like FaceTime. We but. used what? Telegram? Telegram? Yeah, we used Telegram a lot. 
And oh. that actually worked pretty well. I think there was better internet when I was deployed on our ship than there See, was you're like, here. Because you're like, literally in the middle of nowhere, so how could you think that there's better like, the, the Wi-Fi up there when you're in the middle of the ocean? Well, the ship is has internet, so... But then, like, how, like, how does that... I don't know, I just found that really weird because like obviously yeah. how it, we were You don't have cell reception, you don't have cell reception, but there is internet on board ships for it. And it's a lot, yeah. Because I, we, I mean, really we still weird. need to do our, our job and stuff, yeah. which requires internet, obviously. Um, so, mm -hmm. yeah, it's, uh, the internet out here is not, not the greatest. No, it's so. definitely not. We just had so many struggles. Where it was like, <laughs> struggle muffin. It's like struggle is real with the Wi-Fi, obviously, out here, which is number one. But now that it's kind of over and done with, but yeah, definitely. Um, so AJ, I know you did the honor guard in the Air Force for a while. Um, Dylan, is there something like that in the Navy, or is it pretty much yeah, the same? There or? is. There is. I never did any of those things, but there is. Um, yeah, there's a there's a um, an honor guard um, as well. I believe it's called the same exact thing. Is um, it? See, I didn't know that. Is, so that's why I was like, is it the same name? Yeah, same? They or? have one in DC where you do like the oh, that, that's honor the guard. honor guard. Yes, yeah, yes. that's like, the honor guard. I just did the sorry, base sorry. Level. So yeah, there's yeah, there's the honor guard. And just guard. like I wasn't that up there, guys. Right, but no. I did do it. So there's the <laughs> The actual honor guard, like, would be in D.C. for the president and all that stuff. So there's that whole. That's a whole other beast in that's itself. That's a job for like. That's an actual years. like. That's your job. Yeah. So yeah. there's yeah. that, but there's also on ships and other commands. Like each command has their own like honor thing. guard, little yeah. honor guard as well, um, and you know, like flag detail and stuff like that. So yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Did you want to kind of explain a little bit as far as what you did for honor guard and like? What you liked, disliked, or all that good stuff? Yeah, I always thought about doing it, and it wasn't until one day our uh, first sergeant, he was the acting first sergeant, he just looked at me, he's like, Mason, I'm putting your name in for honor guard, you'll be good at it. I didn't even have a chance, I just went and did oh, it. Oh, wow. So I went down to uh, the little honor guard building to see what it was all about, and of course you do like, I think a whole week of training, you're carrying a really heavy casket that weighs like 300 pounds. Yeah. Um, carrying June Farmer, carrying wow. sandbags. He would come home, he would like just constantly doing that. But it's one thing like to work out, but when you're having yeah. to like learn and like do it with people and have to work it's with it, it's like you're like so business. sore Yeah, after. no kidding. Yeah. So. But firing party, all that stuff. I mean, going to Arlington when I was a little kid and kind of seeing mm -hmm. all that stuff was always something I wanted to do. And I'm really glad I did it. That was probably my favorite job up to this point in the mm -hmm. military. Really? It wasn't something that I did for like two or three years at a time. It was a six month on and then a six month off for a recall. For some reason, I thought you did it a lot longer. I did it. I did six yeah. months at the first base and then uh, six months again at Little Rock. Now that I think about it, yeah, because you did it in Alaska. Yeah. With Aaron. Hi, Aaron. I don't know if you listen to our podcast, and if you don't, I'm gonna make you. Anyway. I say, that's the shadow right there that you uh, need to listen now. <laughs> but yeah, so that's right. You did it in Alaska, and then you did it in Little Rock. But yeah, if anybody's listening to this, and they're currently serving, um, mm -hmm. and you're a junior enlisted guy E4 or below, and you want to think about doing Honor Guard, or you want that challenge, I definitely, definitely recommend it. It's an it. honor. It's um, an honor, literally, you, to do this for people. It's amazing. You might not think that going out there and doing certain movements and whatnot means anything, but whenever you're handing off a flag to a six-year-old kid because his uh, grandfather just passed away, 
you're wow. making not only a life impression, but uh, you, you're doing something bigger than yourself, and that's uh, mm -hmm. that kind of speaks for itself. Yeah, definitely. Wow. So I guess maybe to, now that we only have like a little bit left of our podcast, because we don't want to make it like too too long. Um, do you guys want to, any questions that you can think of that you want to ask each other that you've been wanting to ask each other, like from Air Force Navy perspective? I mean, the floor is yours, guys. Like, this is it. This is it. <laughs> so is there anything you want to ask Dylan or? So you have sea duty and you have shore duty. Yeah. Is it like a one-off, one-off type of thing? Yeah, so you do uh, whatever you join with. Uh, most people, by most, I'll probably say like 80% of people uh, will get uh, shore duty their first time up, or sorry, sea duty their first time up, okay. uh, and they'll go to sea, and then um, whatever one you go to first, you have to do that next one though. Uh, basically, if you re up after that, uh, and by re up I mean re enlist. For those of you who don't know, um, so if you re enlist after your first tour, uh, your first enlistment, then you will uh, go. To, you have to go to the next one, whether that be. CUD or shore duty, whatever one you didn't do first, pretty much, you have to do that. Um, you can't be like, or you can do if you want, uh, you can opt to go back to back sea duty. Um, and that's usually people that do that, I just think are psychotic. Um, <laughs> but okay. people. Okay. Shout out to anybody who's done yeah, that. Yeah, shout out to anybody who's done that that's listening, you are a psycho. Um, <laughs> But yeah, uh, there is such a thing as doing that. Of course, you can't do back-to-back -back shore because oh. you know that's the mm -hmm. life. That's the easy one. So yeah. they don't want you doing that twice. You know, if it's if it's good, the Navy will not let you do it <laughs> twice. But if it's if it's shitty, then they will uh, let uh, you do let you do it as many times as you want. Yeah. So. Yeah. Still, yeah. still sharpen steel, right? Yeah. Definitely. So Dylan, do you have a question for AJ or? Um, yeah, I, I, I do actually. So there was um, a lot of things about that, that the um, kind of not, that each branch will kind of talk about uh, like the Air Force and say a lot of people think like, oh, the Air Force is this one idea, is this one image, like, oh, well, it's, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's easier or whatever. Like some people say it's easier and I now know from talking with you and holding a couple different conversations that there's things that I didn't know about the Air Force that I now know. And I definitely know that that is not true, uh, not entirely true uh, whatsoever. So um, is there, I guess, how, how is it dealing with people that, that say that, I guess, like this, that will say, hey, you know, like, uh, the nickname, you know, the chair force and having all that, like, oh, how is it, you know, yeah, the teasing it. and the, the making fun of and stuff like that, because uh, I know you know what's out there, and so, you know, everybody knows it's out there, so how, how do you, how is it dealing with that, you know? If it's coming from another service branch, it's hilarious, right. because we all right. pick on each other, right? Yeah. But if it's coming from someone who's never served before, I just politely ask you to get on YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Very, politely very do what? Politely go on YouTube and oh. type in uh, the job of a crew chief, for yeah. example, which is not my job by any means, but I definitely respect it because those guys are out there jobbing rain, sleet, snow, hail. Wow. 365, um, minimal manning. They have manning yeah. problems and they're pushing out missions every single day of the week. Yeah. Deployed anywhere. It's just like the guys on the flight deck on an aircraft carrier. Right, right. Um, 
So tough, tough job. The Air Force has a lot of overhead. I think uh, the study shown in the military that the Navy and the Air Force have a second industrial uh, revolution mindset. So 70% of our funding actually goes towards overhead. 30% goes towards uh, mission occupation. So um, what happens with that is a lot of the jobs are mission oriented, which is support right. jobs, yourself, myself, we're both right. in logistics. Um, what people don't understand is because those jobs might not be as glamorous and kind of rugged and tough, mm-hmm. the operations tempo and constant demands of supporting something is, it's insane. Right. Um, and I can't speak to the Navy aspect of this, but I know in the Air Force, everything is constantly go, 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 go. Yeah. There's always 5,000 other things that need to be done after you accomplish your one job, and there's a lot of little small intricate details that you're aware with, safety, yeah. um, orders, stuff like that. That kind of get lost in the mix, um, and uh, I'm not going to say that the quality is always horrible because um, certain aspects of other career fields get thrown into our career field. Mm-hmm. But there's definitely a place to where um, the Manning was reduced in 2013 across all service-wide right, right. components that made a lot of tasks difficult. They still get accomplished, but in in just what I'm saying is is that in the Air Force, I don't think that there is enough credit given to the amount of work that is demanded upon even a medical technician to accomplish every single day. Granted, we're sitting in a really nice chair while we're doing it. Yeah, yeah. But there's a lot of uh, responsibility. That must so be folks, he's agreeing. That must he's sitting in some really nice from. chairs. That okay. must be where that saying comes from, then. That's what I like forward to. Yeah, um... I, I think I definitely know, like I said, that uh, there's the people out there that will say, you know, hey, this is, you know, the chair force and, you know, they're easy, their job's easy, their life's easy. Uh, they don't have to do, they don't have to go on a ship in the middle. Of, I, I know that's one thing that the Navy says. While we were on deployment, actually, our captain would come over to the 1MC and talk trash about the Air Force. <laughs> Regularly, for some reason, wow. don't ask me why, but it, it was he would just wow. come on and be like, Oh, yeah, you know, it, just poking fun and making yeah. jokes here and there and being like, You know, oh, well, today we did this, and um, the Air Force is still sitting in a chair somewhere, like you know, so, something like that. So, so it, it would just be comfortable chairs, yeah, it would just <laughs> <laughs> enjoy sleeping in that tiny rack, I right? So, I think you definitely yeah. hit the nail. You definitely hit the nail on the head with uh, with what you were saying. Where um, it's every it, it's different jobs all over, right? All all mm-hmm. over the board. So yeah, there's easy jobs in the Air Force. There's really hard jobs Shit. probably in the Air Force, right? Yeah. There's easy jobs in the Navy. Yeah. There's extremely hard jobs in the Navy. It's, it's the same yeah. for every branch. So it is. yeah. Um, but it is definitely funny. Uh, to poke fun at each other, though, I will say that, so, um... That's an everyday thing. Yeah, it's, right. <laughs> yeah, it's an everyday thing. Um, yeah, uh, do you have any, do you have any other questions for me? Uh, have you ever, you, I know you said the Coast Guard was something that just didn't grab you, right? Yeah. So what about the Navy grabbed you in? Um, I honestly wish, I, I, I would probably say, um... For some reason, uh, I remember looking at the uh, like the number of people in the size of the boats. So like the number of people that were on boats. And I think for me, it kind of, I mean this probably plays into a lot of the type of person that I am too as well. 
uh, definitely probably plays into it. But for me, in my head, I was like, well, I could definitely see myself. I mean, the army was already etched out. You know, my mom pretty much etched <laughs> etched that one out of the playbook <laughs> right out the get go. So um, that Your was family not, did the same thing too, as far as you. So see. that was not happening, uh, and it was pretty much deciding between the Coast Guard or the uh, Navy. And I was looking at it like, well. I could rather see myself having less of less a struggle of being like on a boat with a with a bunch of other people um, rather than like on a small boat. Like I, I just remember thinking like what if I get on this tiny ass boat with these 10 to 14 people, you know, sometimes that are on these boats for the Coast Guard. Air Force at all? No, we can't yeah, jump out of a plane. yeah. I was just thinking that I did not want to do that, so I'm glad that we didn't do that. But. I want to jump off a boat. I think that that'd be kind of cool, and it's like as your job and kind of badass, but Lemon you know, not shows on my dad's boat, <laughs> <laughs> right? Like what? I'm, I'm on a boat. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Okay, so, um, does that wrap that up, or? I know, time goes so fast, guys. I know, that totally does. Uh, we we just go on for, and on and on forever, so. Yeah. No joke. Feels we, like we just started. But. I know, right? It's but, a lot uh, of fun. We just want to, at the end of our podcast, we like to do a little bit of a shout out, so, um, obviously. We normally do it, yeah. so we figure, let's just let the guys do it. This so time, yeah. your shout outs to whoever you want, so Dylan, go first. Who's your... Who you want to say hi I'm, to and thanks? I'm definitely going to shout out to my uh, my mom. She's watching this podcast right now. So shout out to her. Um, I love you and uh, I can't wait to talk to you soon. Um, shout out to my aunt. She also watches this, my aunt Brenda. Um, she watches this uh, podcast as well. So uh, shout out to her. Um, and I can't wait till we talk again and I come home on leave and all that good stuff. Uh, and of course, it would not be... Uh, a proper shout out without shouting out the one and only squad, um, which is Brian and Chibo. So shout out to you two. I know that they would never let me down if I did not shout them out. So shout out to you guys. And uh, we will be reunited again. Awesome. AJ? Uh, shout out Landon and Gavin. Shout out mom and dad. Everybody in Youngstown, Ohio. Go Birds. Go Buckeyes. OH! Shout out to my wonderful Great wife, Kara. IO. Um, <laughs> thanks for letting us be a part of this. Check out the Women's Eyes podcast before this. Um, there's going to be a Dude's Eyes podcast, so that's coming soon. Um, mm, thanks so again for letting us get out here and kind of give our opinion and point of view. Awesome. And shout out to the both of you for all that you guys do with this with this podcast. You guys have done a great job thus far, um, and uh, it'll only get I, better from here. It'll only get better from here. This is true. And I look forward to listening to further episodes. Every episode. <laughs> all, all right, right, guys. Well, thank you guys for listening, and keep an eye out for our next podcast episode guys make sure you follow hopefully 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 maybe next week depending on what's going on because i know you got a lot of stuff going on and getting things done but it's true hopefully within the next week and if not we'll definitely make a very maybe a short one so the update one if not if we can't do a full episode maybe so we'll get there we'll get there but uh thanks for listening and we will talk to you guys later Thank you so much again, and uh, if you do not know our podcast, it is No Limits, No Boundaries, real, real women that just love to talk. Uh, check, it out, check us out at uh, 
at Spotify and also our uh, Facebook too as well. It is Kara. Kara Mason. And Vanessa Jones. All right, thanks guys. Talk to you later. See Bye. ya.